Alright, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place. Like, imagine uh, where you can just relax. There's no pressure on you to listen. Uh, there's no pressure on me to explain it. There's no pressure to make it have it make any sense. Because what I'm doing, basically, is sending my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. In my intention to kind of help you... Be distracted from your own thoughts or whatever else is keeping you awake. Neighbors noise, uh, snoring mammals of any sort, or she's, God forbid, I don't know if, I don't think birds are mammals, but uh, a snoring bird or some sort of, you know, non-mammal. We talk about, I mean, that would be confusing, right? When you hear non-mammalian snore, you say, what the heck is that? Uh and you see, if, I mean, it's not in like a Bugs Bunny cartoon, you know, what, like one of those cartoons or the Three Stooges where they're all in bed and they have different snores. That's my favorite. And I'll get distracted like this a lot on the podcast. This is another technique, totally a technique, totally planned out. Like you'll have, and, and I guess that's the goal of the podcast to keep going with this is because at bedtime for me, you know, I call them brain bots on this show. It might be pain bots. It might be emotional bots. It could be traveling bots. Whatever it is, all of a sudden you try to go to sleep. You try to wind down. And all these little brain things or things try to, they, they, they don't have a sleep switch anyway. But they go into hyperactive mode. And for me... They're a little bit like BB-88, but not as cool, you know, not like, man, I want to hang out with BB-88. No offense, R2. And then R2 always says that one, beep, beep, bop, bop, you know, the question one. And they say, no, 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 R2, you're like, now you're the wise droid. And uh, they say BB-88's like, you know, no offense, BB-88's spunky, you know, R2. And they say R2... Hey, I love you, man. Hey, come here. And they say, it's not, I don't, oh, man, sorry, R2. And then they say, oh, wait, I'm in bed trying to go to sleep here. But usually you can't even de-personify that good to just disappoint R2. If if only I could just let R2, D2 down at bedtime. But, man, it's usually like a couple teachers, a string of, you know, work is a and it's always got to be well if you did this or you playing this tomorrow let's just stay up all night and worry about it i got a solution and then another part's like what if you what if you just grind your teeth for a while i mean we'll be in the back of your mind controlling that you don't have any choice anyway so just to keep thinking exactly the grinding you'll just go on in the background and then maybe another party be like, "Hey, let's 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 have him go up to get up to go to the bathroom." Yeah, you better drink some more water before you try to go to sleep, Derek. And even those can be lighthearted, for, you know. And then you might go to get your water. And you're like, "How long has this water been sitting here?" Well, she said, "Was well, it?" And they say, "Oh boy, I better get out of water." I get back in. They say, oh, "Well, I better go to the bathroom." And then you get back in bed, and the, the droids are still there. Unfortunately, it's not disappointed R two. 
Actually, BB-88 probably not the best because uh, we now know R2 has a sleep mode. But BB-88 would probably be as great as BB-88 would be to say. It might be BB-8 too. But BB-88, you see how, like, that's the difference between this podcast and other podcasts made by uh, sane people. It's like, it, 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 but it's like, Jesus, and I guess I'm a sommelier, or whatever you say that, of uh, bedtime lulls. Because let me tell you, BB-88, uh, listen to mouthfeel, BB-88, except my mouth just made a croaking noise, BB-88 versus BB-8. You see the huge difference in that? BB-88. And it's just a good, you know, this was uh, like uh, where those those dudes are, Samanyes or whatever, Somalier. Uh, I get a great Somalier story one day. But uh, then I were over to, you know, we're, we're too pushing it because I got to figure out how to, you know, swing this metaphor back down to the Three Stooges and Bugs Bunny characters in bed snoring. But that's the podcast. Like, I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever those bots are, those brain bots, those droids, even BB-88 or BB-8 or the part of you that is in bed that is like, this guy doesn't know anything about Star I'm not, you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to disrespect Star Wars, but I can see your uh, your frustration with me. I apologize. You know, I'm just trying to help everybody get to sleep. But sorry, I'm sorry about that. And BB, I mean, at some point, there, you know, if BB-8 gets, you know, things go well, there will be a BB-88. And they'll be like, oh, look at your little BB-88, even cuter than BB-8. You know, and then BB-88 will be, BB-8 will be with R2 being, meh, meow. And, you know, BB-88 could do, do a little, see, BB, you've been in a bunch of uh, podcast intros, so just look at, at least you're not poor R2. R2 is like voluntarily going into sleep mode. And don't get me started on C-3PO. As much as I love 3PO for certain situations, um, not bedtime, definitely not bedtime, and, you know, I, I guess I'm like a, oh boy, again, you get into, once they start talking about movies, it's dangerous territory because they just realize, they say, what Star Wars figure do you think you're like, Scooter? And they say, well, isn't there some stupid test for that you take on the internet? They'd say, I usually try to make sure that I, uh, I always become Snape, even if it's not a Harry Potter quiz. A Star Wars quiz, I try to answer the question, so I'm uh, Professor Snape. But, yeah, if you had to put, pin me down, yeah, Lan, I don't know, Lan, Han, Lando, everybody's laughing. I can hear it. I can hear the laughter out there because it's, uh, okay, I guess I'm not like Han. Not like Lando. Okay, you got me. Who's the third coolest uh, after that? Definitely not like Luke because I don't have that, fr- you know, he's he's got that nice frosty side to him and hope. Uh, Leia, she's a leader, so don't get that. Okay, we're not going to go to the other sh- uh, other ones. Uh, Obi Wan, nope, no wisdom. Uh, Vader, I don't have the uh, yeah, I just don't have the gravitas for that. Don't uh, we don't have a long enough relationship with the new characters? 
And, you know, I think Ray's dreamy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess you're right. That leaves you. Yeah. Oh, great. How come this always happens when a good movie comes up and they say, which character? And so far, I've gotten uh, C. Cerepio, uh Martha Plimpton from The Goonies, and Lisa Turtles. So I guess I'm doing pretty, uh, two out of, no offense, C-3PO, two out of three is not bad. I'll take it, no offense again, C-3PO fans. You know, but, you know, it's, it's just, it just is what it is. Actually, C-3PO is way too smart for me. Look at this. You see the way I'm turning this around? And that's true. I don't have a grasp of zero languages and no protocols, you know. So actually, I'm not even, that's a, I'm just like a C-3PO personality-wise without the talents. Oh, it only gets better here on Sleep With Me. Yeah, you can't make this stuff up, unfortunately. It's true. Uh, so but the whole idea is the podcast, I'll go on little tangents like that. And maybe, you know, arouse a little pity. You say, well, and and, and that's kind of like a technique. I'm not kidding because you say your brain bots where I'll say, wow, yeah, you're, you're definitely more of a Lando than a C-3PO, Brad. So you're doing great. Or they say, you're no doubt a Leia, nothing like a 3PO, my dear. You know, so and you can say, okay, well, say poor little Scoots, he's, you know, He's like a C-3PO without the skills, so he's just like a C or P-O. Yeah, I'd say more of probably P-O, because then you could make B-O jokes about it. Squeeze in a little joke here that I was curious about, though. Millennium Falcon, I was thinking about that today. How come no one in the show, and I'm sure somebody did a joke about this that was funny, but I really, I was talking with my daughter about the spaceships, and we were talking about designing our own spaceships. And then she said, "What did you, what would you call it?" And I said, "Well, I'd want something cool like Millennium Falcon, but that's taken." And they said, "How come no characters in Star Wars were like, uh, hey Han, what the hell's the word millennial mean? Millennium mean? You know?" They, they said, "Well, it's uh." uh you know, he he would just do it. Well, it sounds cool. I mean, that's what he'd say. He'd just pat the ship. He said, you know, this did the Kessel Run or whatever. He'd say, what are you asking? If you have to ask, you know, what's that saying go? If you have to ask, don't even bother or something. I don't know. People say it to me all the time and then I forget. But ideally, as the intro goes on, you kind of forget about all the stuff that was running through your brain. You just kind of listen to me, but you know you don't get it clearly. You don't get to listen vigorously. And you'll notice your brain droids, your brain bots, your three stooges. Uh, you know, I have about 44 of them inside of me, but or all those little other uh, mammalian and non-mammalian and lizard-based parts of your brain, you know, the mandibula. And the Abelangadas, you know, the per, per, you know, the, all those things, they'll start to climb in bed and they'll do all those little different snoring things, just like on the cartoons. And each snore will have its own rhythm and its own pitch. And the bizarre non mammalian snore of the cartoon bird, which makes all the kids laugh. And ideally, you'll you'll just be piled in that bed with all those other parts that make you up like a wonderful mosaic. And you'll drift off to sleep because that's what you deserve. You deserve a good night's sleep. I hope I can help you fall asleep. 
I appreciate you stopping by. If you approach this with any skepticism, bravo. Because uh, who wouldn't, you know? I mean, you know, you don't need to, like Luke Skywalker would say. Uh, well, he would. He, after you listened, he'd have to be skeptical. But at first, he'd say, "Okay, guys, great. Oh, maybe not the new grizzled Luke." Uh, but anyway, so that's it. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Appreciate you stopping by. So thanks for your time. Uh, housekeeping around the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can find it on our uh, website. Uh, or, or, oh, that is our website. You can comment on the website. You can email me at feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can give me on Twitter at Dear Scooter. On Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. Or uh, I think that's it. Those are the best ways. Uh, I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who edited this episode and did the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork on our honor. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. I want to thank our moderators. We've got a Facebook group, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. Alexandra Laura, Lie to Lie, uh, Jennifer B. and Julie C. And I believe that's it. Let's get on to the show. I hear you put my tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble uh, staying asleep. Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And if it's your first 60 or 70 times here, you might be wondering, what's the rest? Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I said, well, Jesus, let me explain to you. What I'm going to do is uh, create a safe place. And within that safe place, or even on the periphery of a safe place, how about that use of a word? And, you know, I don't think I, I just jinxed myself, though, because uh, so there should be some word botching coming right up. That's one of my methods. But let me explain what I use word botching for. I create a safe place, and within the safe place, or on the periphery of the safe place, two for two on periphery, make it three for three. Uh, you could set aside whatever's keeping you up at night, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, external noises, physical sensations, uh, coulda, woulda, shouldas, the stuff you're supposed to do tomorrow, you're traveling, you're in transit. Or you're just like, you know, really excited about, you say you're going on vacation tomorrow. Well, God bless you. You know, I'd be excited too. I understand. So what I'm going to try to do is take your mind off of the stuff. I'm going to use techniques like the newly uh, christened word botching. But that's something I've been using all along. I just didn't have a term for it. Uh, lulling, soothing tones, uh, wings of pointlessness. Uh, what do we call? I, I thought we had a witty term for pregnant pauses, uh, but you know, I just you, gratuitous pregnant pauses. I think, yeah, and th- those were. I just stuck a few in there, and it helped me remember. Oh yeah, if you stick a couple of gratuitous pregnant pauses in there, you'll remember that they're gratuitous. And also, the the more pauses you do, the less words you botch. I said, wow, this is like. Uh, I guess I said I got some teamwork going on in my brain right now. 
But if you really knew here, and, and, and indulge me, because uh, in, in all honesty, I'm just trying to take your mind off stuff to put you to sleep. These intros, yeah, they go on. I, I try to introduce the concept of the show in a new way every single time. Uh, and actually, this is a new theory. I mean, it's an old theory. I just don't always put it forth. But I think one of the keys to the podcast is is somehow finding a like a familiarity and a variety at the same time. And so that's why I make the intros, because some people, they, they they fall asleep during the intro, and that's a good thing. Now there's like a tiny sliver of the population, mostly goons, G-O-O-N-S, and hooligans. I can tell by the nasty things they write uh, that they don't like the intros, they, 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 or me, but that's fine, because, they, they, you know, they don't need to sleep. No, they're going. They're, they're they've got you know, hooligan. Who? They're just returning from a hooliganing, anyway, and then they accidentally get encounter my packet. So it's just it's not meant to be. So it's not a big deal. Uh, but you know, so the intros. It, it's it's trying to find a balance of something. They say, oh, okay, Scooter's going to try to make a. Uh, it's not a misguided metaphor, and again, it's not a gratuitous. I guess sometimes there are gratuitous metaphors, just like those gratuitous pregnant pauses, gratuitous use of the word gratuitous, and uh, what was the word I used? Uh, periphery, just on the periphery of sensibility. I mean, that's where this podcast lies. Uh, but so that way, you know, if you're new here, you'll kind of get you, you'll you'll know pretty soon. If I, if, if, you know, you say, well, I'm not a hooligan, but you make me feel like one. I say, okay, maybe you could bail and, and no harm done. Thanks for your time. If you're unsure or you're suspicious, you're skeptical, give it a few tries. I hope it works for you. What I was saying is like, uh, like, I think like a lot of the parts for me that get stirred up are thinking parts or worrying parts or to-do listers like would be. It's the actual part of me, and it's a metaphorical or relatable part to the 80 other parts of me that get stirred up at bedtime, but they all get stirred up. And the whole thing is, like, I'm not really entertaining, super entertaining to regular people, to to humans, uh, or to the central humanity unit inside you. You know, I, I, there's, I don't try, I try to avoid all philosophy and that kind of stuff. So I don't want to say the you, you, or whatever, because I said, geez, I have no idea. So let's just use a straightforward metaphor. This is central, is a CMH, or whatever, central humanity unit. C, central H humanity unit. Yeah, your CHU. Right in there in the, the soul chasm, or whatever they, wherever they install it, uh, that part of you. You know, that part of you will, will actually, ideally, it'll go into sleep mode because they'll say, okay, this uh, this is a little bit of nonsense. But the vibrations, it'll it'll just vibrate your encasing of your CMH or whatever the heck I called it, essential humanity unit. You know, so that all, all the other components within, you know, the, the, the little other, I call them brain bots. I don't know if they necessarily fit this this uh, schema of the the human makeup, but uh, but I'm entertaining to all those other things. We'll, we'll say there's a little, you know, I don't know. Once you get a, it's stuff to, I guess I should have finished with the central. Once you get a central humanity unit or whatever, 
He said, well, what else do you need? He said, well, she's like, yeah, I don't know why the, to be honest, I don't know why they installed all the other parts. Because, you know, if you take a few steps back, you start to see all these dials. And you get steam-powered stuff on one side. You get some vacuum tubes. You get some solid state. You get some stuff with different, like, uh, nocturnal gerbils running, running wheels. You get that strange guy. That you're pretty sure is a part of your personality, riding a bike or turning a light bulb on. And those, you know, all those different things are letting out alerts and signals. And he said, well, geez, don't I just need this central humanity? What's all this other stuff? Well, that's the rest of you. I don't know. You know, I'm sure there's, you, you find better. Let's set aside all that right now. But what I try to do is I go in a room and your central human, let's just say that, like, I roll into that utility closet, the central humanity unit's up against the back wall. And I guess because it has eyes. Again, I don't know who the heck designed this thing. They say, well, why'd you put eyes on the central humanity unit? Because then it can see all the other buzzing and lighting stuff, and it can't go to sleep. And they say, well, I roll in, and you see me. And that's a familiar part of the show. You say, well, scoots. And usually even the central humanity unit will let us sound like that. <laughs> you know, they say, oh, scoots is on. You know, okay, so I could slowly start to roll down. But then all the other beeping and, and worrying and tinkling uh, contraptions, we'll call them, the lovely contraptions, yes, you all are. They recognize me. They say, oh, it says Scoots Goofball. He's going to do some like, goofing around for us. Usually he'll, uh, I mean, this is behind the scenes. This is my other podcast, a straight uh, podcast just for these creatures, you know, not for a central humanities unit. Usually I do... Uh, poor magic tricks. And they seem, I could just do that for eight hours every night for that part of you. And I say, for my next trick, and they already know I've never completed a magic trick. But luckily, I, I've spent $4 million on packaged magic tricks. So then I say, you know, I'm going to make these balls disappear. But, and, and, you know, I, I work in some routines in there. And that's kind of what the podcast is, but see, there's a variety because I think if there has to be this familiarity, uh, but also this variety because otherwise, you know, your central humanity unit still got those eyes on there. And if I just did the same four magic tricks, you know, all those parts of you would be like all the other parts of the vacuum tubes particularly are sensitive to this. And, of course, the gerbils and all of them. They say, oh, no, 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 you did the one with the red balls, the foam balls before. And I said, well, no, this one's with rainbow handkerchiefs. Ooh, if I ever told you the tale of the double rainbow handkerchiefs. And that's pretty much how this podcast works. But it's more in, in a just a narrative, you know, more like a Las Vegas, uh, well, you know, not as good as a Las Vegas, a good Las Vegas magic show. Usually it has like a overriding narrative, you know, to connect all the tricks. I think it's never had the, uh, the scratch to see one, uh, to see Chris Angel or David Copperfield, David Blaine, you know, but that'd be cool. But, um, enough about me. Oh boy. Where did that come from? Scoots? Oh, holy, uh, forlorn magician problem. Okay. Sorry about that, folks. It just sprung right out of me. 
yet another issue, yet another nonsensical issue for me to deal with in my personal life. Let me just put tamp that back down there. Uh, sorry about that, but so, but, but you know, I'll be trying to do a story for the rest of the show. We'll do a little housekeeping, and then we'll move on uh, to talking about Game of Thrones. And I'll run through a segment talking about the episode. Then I'll talk about some stuff I learned on the show. But it'll be a little bit lighthearted. It'll be a sanitized. It'll be fun. And then the episode will be capped off with a visit from Tom and Sir Pounce. And I'll talk to the old gods and the new. And the whole thing is to just take your mind off of stuff, let you ease off, keep the attention of those parts of you that are more alert based. Or, like, you're no, I guess those are different. It's like, why do you. If, again, I'm again not to criticize the master architect or whatever the heck it is. If you have the central humanities processing unit, you know what the heck do you have fifty notification centers for? And then, okay, that central architect literally just tapped me on the shoulder. I wish I could. I wish I had a video podcast that said, uh, "So you could do something with your life, Scoots." And they say, well, you really do know what you're doing. Holy, you were so brilliant, Central Architect. Sorry about that passive-aggressive thing five seconds ago. Yeah, that's where old Scoots comes in. I take them, you know, the, I don't want to call them lesser parts of you. They're the, what did we call them? The gizmos. There's gizmos in that room, too. Contraptions. Uh, we're, we're, I don't know. We're diddlies and things like that. Uh, what do you call them? Infernal devices. I think that was another term I've heard. So that's what I'll do for the next, and these Game of Thrones episodes are a little longer than normal, so I'll be here for a while. And the thing is, you don't have to fall asleep. I'll actually be putting in a full effort, just like I said with that magician-type metaphor. I'll be wholeheartedly doing it, you know, just like a good amateur magician does. And that's one of my things that I love is, like, even if they're terrible— if they're doing it with a joy in a full, like where they're fully involved, there's something wonderful about that, you know. And especially me, because, you know, I'm slobbing my words or whatever, you know. And they say, well, yeah, it's a bit like, a, you know, watching somebody spill Kool-Aid on themselves while they're drinking. I said, well, that's what I do in my spare time. So uh, basically what I'm saying is I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you stopping by. And I really yearn... And I really desire to help you fall asleep, so I hope I can. Uh, and, and, and thank you for testing this show out, or thank you for keep coming back, all right? Let, let's, let's keep this uh, uh, <laughs> bag of goofy tricks going. Uh, and then on to the housekeeping, uh, Sleep With Me podcast on web, sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can uh, email me, feedback at Sleep With Me Podcast, on Twitter at Dear Scooter, or on Facebook. Um, I want to thank uh, Carl W., who edited this episode, Chris Posty Posterson, who does the theme music, Scotty and Jennifer on the artwork, on the honor, and Jonathan Mann, who provides the lullabies. And you can get a custom uh, lullaby or a song from Jonathan Mann at jonathanmann.net. Uh, we've got a Facebook group. I want to thank the moderators over there, Alexandra, Laura, Lie to Lie, uh, Jennifer B. and Julie C. Uh, it's at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash reddit. Uh, I want to thank all the patrons over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron over on Patreon that are uh, uh, slowly we're coming together there. And I think that's it. Let's get on to the show. 
Hey, are you all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place. This time it's uh, during a layover here in uh, an airport but uh, where you can set aside whatever is keeping you up at night, whether it's travel, uh, noise, background noises, uh, physical pain, overthinking, worry, you know, emotional feelings that are crapping up. Whatever it is that's keeping you up, I'm going to try to take your mind off it. I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing tones. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, you know, over-descriptive dialogue. Actually, I'm going to turn the mic over as I travel. I'm trying to collect some audio, uh, make the best use of my time, you know. And also, it's like a, this is a dual, dual distraction, uh, dual distractionary dialogue. Double the dual distractionary dialogue here and sleep with me tonight. Because uh, this will help me, it'll help, help the time go by for me, it'll uh, help the time go by for you, gives me something to do, uh, gives me something, and, and I guess you say, well, what? Uh, if it's your first couple of times here, let me give you just a little bit of the dose of, uh, uh, you know, the complications that come from overthinking, it could be a bedtime or it could be a daytime, I uh, had to go out of town here, I had to go out of town here kind of last minute, and... Uh, I said, well, Jesus, you know, let's make the best of uh, an unexpected situation. So I had a lot of editing to do to keep up with uh, game, our extra podcast, Game of Drones, and uh, Sleep to Strange. You know, I got to edit the uh, intros out of those. I got to convert the files and those things. So I said, Jesus, I'll get, a, I'll get ahead on work. So I loaded it up on my uh, hard drive and my uh, secondary backup hard drive with a bunch of files. And I had them nicely organized, and then I uh, I got them ready the morning of my flight. I had them all laid out. You know, I said, well, Jesus, this is going to be handy here uh, to be able to get, you know, get, get a lot of work done. This is, I was feeling good. And uh, I said, and then I said, well, Jesus, hey, hey, Scoots, how much of those are hard drives? You don't want them banging around in your bag. You know, you got to take it. And I said, wow, you are. He says, is this the inner, inner cheerleader again? Inner, inner electronics protector? I said, you're great. I said, you know what? We got an old headphones bag uh, somewhere tucked in one of those ca- you know, those cabinets. You shame me? Oh, no, you you don't shame me. You're on my team, huh? He said, let's grab that headphone bag. Let's put those hard drives in there. Let's get this cord uh, nice and, uh, you know, coiled up. I said, oh boy, we are, whoa, is this is this how the normal people do it? And then I zipped up that bag and I said to myself, I said, oh boy, this is a, this is good stuff here. We're, we're getting it, we're getting it going. And uh, I, I placed it on this ottoman and I had my bag there and all my stuff. And then I you know started getting, so I started packing. And then I can remember, and and of course for travel, most of the time you say, do you got your ID? And do you have your phone? And do you have a way to charge your phone? And I think that's usually so. So then I said, "Okay, is my bag?" I said, "Everything essential is in my bag, right?" My, and I did want to do some recording, so I said, "Is my microphone in my bag? Is my recording recorder in my bag? Backup batteries? Those weren't charged, by the way. Found that out." And I said, "Was yeah, yeah, yeah." I said, "Okay, we got those. We got those. Check, check." I didn't check my bag though. This was a mental checklist. 
And of course, I got to the got to the airport, got on my flight. I said, "Got on." I said, "All right, let's get down. Let's get down to business." And that's when I said, "Oh, okay. Where's those? Okay, maybe I put the hard drives on the bottom." And they said, "Oh no, I put them in that headphones bag. I put them on the ottoman, and they're still sitting on the ottoman." But but you know, because I'm awake, because I I said, "Well, just let's try to record a little bit in in these little layovers or." And because it's daytime, and maybe because it's, I said, okay, it'll be okay, you know, it, it's all going to be okay. But at bedtime, those thoughts can kind of creep in your head. You know, you're trying to go to sleep, you're trying to lay your head down, you're trying to get some rest, and, and then all of a sudden you say, oh boy, I can't believe you guys were, were doing, you know, and they say, and you, or, or you're like worried about the next day, and you're like, I got to get that hard drive, I got to make sure that's ready, I got to make sure, what, what am I going to forget what's that? And, and you say, well, really, the best way to not forget stuff, uh, the best way to prepare for travel and to stay calm and all those things is to be rested, you know. But those parts, no, 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 it's to be worried. You, you, we need everything covered. How are we going to make sure we don't forget everything if, unless we go through all of this? Prepare, you know, oh, boy, maybe we should prepare everything. Well, double prepare it. Uh, triple prepare it. And, and I say, well, yeah, and then another part of it. I say, well, yeah, weren't you... You know, and then you try to get to sleep, and then you're like, well, what time do I have to get up for the flight? Well, damn, now I'm going to be, why didn't I book the only, why couldn't I just, why can't I sleep on planes? But I'm a, and old scoots now, uh, that, that's how my brain works. I don't know if you can relate to that. You go through something similar, or it's totally different, but, but as soon as my head hits the pillow, it gets like that. And it can get me more intense, and sometimes it's not as, not that intense at all. And seeing as it's my area of expertise, I, I can just come in there. And this is how this podcast works. Is, is An alternative to listening to those parts of your brain is that I can come in and distract you from the stuff. So I'm going to use this intro, and some people fall asleep during the intro. Some people don't. But these are the lulling, soothing tones. Ideally, I'll remember to go nice and languid in my... So I'll just try to use my languid language. Take my time getting there. And instead of listening to all the voice in your head, you can kind of listen to me. But obviously, I'm, you know, this isn't going to be riveting stuff. And I think there was a soap opera once set in an airport, or maybe there should be, or maybe there was a mini series or something like that. But, uh... You know, this is not, it's not even soap, it's like, uh, it's more, if it's soap opera, I'm more soap flakes. And you say, well, do they even make soap flakes anymore? Isn't it more of a soap granule, where you got those soap globules, or globules? Well, yeah, I don't know, globules tend to stick together, so, but they have the soap little things, and you have the pouches... You got the powder, you got the... So then I, this is another strategy I use. It's called uh, getting distracted or going off topic. Uh, but the whole time, you can kind of listen to me. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be sending my voice across the deep, dark night. Uh, my intention to carry you across the threshold from wake to sleep. That's the safe place I'm trying to carve out. And another layer of the safe places, you you only need to kind of listen to me. You don't have to totally listen to me. Yeah, you don't you don't have to give me all your attention. You don't have to give me your whole attention. You just get, need to give me some of your attention. You know. Now, if you can't fall asleep, I'll be here the whole time, uh, or my neighbor Ray will be here, kind of uh, distracting you and being there for you, kind of like your companion in the deep dark night, uh, your boyfriend. You know, I'll I'll be there, kind of. 
I'll, I'll be there almost like I'm, uh, you know, within a comfortable dif- distance of your bedside telling you a bedtime story just to distract you from your thoughts. So, so there's no pressure to listen. There's no pressure to hear. Understanding, well, geez, don't, yeah, don't even, uh, don't attempt to that. You know, maybe it'll, uh, make its way in by mitosis and meiosis. Uh, don't know what those words mean really, but, uh, It'll drift in if it, if it were, you say, well, geez, I, I bring my own meaning, right? You know, there's also, if you, if you can't sleep, I'll be here to try to kind of entertain you, try to make it funny. I'll be distracting myself. Maybe there's something in that I'm here sitting. Oh, it's not bad looking out the window. There's some planes taking off. There's planes landing. There's people walking. Uh, a little, you know, this intro takes a little bit longer because I pause it when those peeping carts go by. Or when really a lot of people were to go by. And actually it was like uh, I, I had to carve out my own auditory safe place here. Because I said, she's uh, this is probably the only place I could find that was a little bit less busy and didn't have uh, CNN blasting. So that's what I do here. This is your first few times here. Usually I, I don't always record on location, but it can be fun when I do. And I guess maybe you say, well, Jesus, Scoots, you just... And I said, well, yeah, yeah, even Scoots needs a little distraction sometimes. So I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you stopping by. I really hope uh, I can help you fall asleep. So uh, thanks for stopping by. Uh, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes can be found on the website. You can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank uh, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who does our theme music and edits our episodes. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. We have a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank uh, Alexandra, Laura, Lidalai, Rachel L to the G, Jennifer B, Julie C, who are moderators over there, who, you know, make it a friendly place, a safe place for people to talk about the show or talk about sleep stuff or just, you know, general, you know, human friendly interaction and support. You know, if you're awake at two in the morning, it might be two in the afternoon in Australia or something, and you say, hey, I can't sleep. Can somebody tell me... Uh, what do you call warm milk in Australia? Do you call it warm milk or do you call it like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know, how often is a question and I'm distracted. You see, how often do you see a kangaroo out the window ever? Or, or, and what, 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 do people use baby Joey? Is that still a thing? Baby Joey. I mean, I think that's a baby kangaroo. Uh, so that's, that's probably not what's going on in the Facebook group, but you know, it could be could be uh if you want to support the show you can do that you can go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron and that's it let's get on with the uh, traveling show hey what do you see transit in transit traveling and the show's always traveling you know because it's distributed anyway yeah baby joey's ash caches and by gashes for all and let's get let's keep it going Hey, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, 
Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's got you up, whether it's thinking, feelings, sensations, noises, a change in routine. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night and my intention to distract you as you drift into sleep. And the whole idea is you can listen to me. I'm going to ramble here for a little bit of an intro for a few minutes, and I'm going to set up our story. And then I'll tell us kind of a bedtime story about uh, Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny, two fictional characters. But uh, the whole time I'll be using lulling, soothing tones, uh, pointless meanders, backstory, world building, uh, speeches, uh, people to, you know, when people say, don't show, tell, or don't tell, show, I'll say, how about I just talk it out instead? They say, okay, storytelling rule one, show, don't tell. Okay, but in a, it's a podcast, uh, story, story, who are you, story consultant brain? I say, that's right. Okay, so show, how do I show, don't tell if it's a podcast? I'm sorry. Did you pay the full fee for this uh, seminar? Why, is, is a fee a lifetime of self-doubt? Because I think I've paid that. Well, you know, this is a cure for your self-doubt. This is, this is um, okay, well, just, just don't get distracted because you're just a part of my brain. So just try to criticize what I say. I'll handle the rest. I actually, you know, I've been doing this a while. I didn't mean to put you on the spot like that. I thought because you were a story consultant brain part, you'd be, you know, but not all of us have media training, myself included. Uh, so I'll try to I'll try to massage this. So you were saying show don't tell, and then I was trying to make it light of it, but you know. So basically, that was a joke that went wrong. It have been a joke at your expense, so I shouldn't have probably done that. Apologize. And let me throw it over to my audience. And I'll be back with you, maybe. Yeah. So so sometimes you know different parts of our brain we don't even know, or I don't know what actually what it is. I'm not a sleep sleep expert. I'm not a sleep expert for sure. There's nothing sleek about me. I'm not even aerod- I'm not aerodynamic at all. As a matter of fact, I've been called a drag, you know, if you don't mind my wind tunnel-based comedy. You know, that's my next uh, fifth comedy tour, wind tunnel comedy tour. I say I'll be appearing at a wind tunnel, you know, somewhere within, you know, an 800-hour drive of your house uh, until, the, you know, until security gets there and takes me out of the wind tunnel. And, and I don't know if you'll be able to hear me because it's a wind tunnel, but it'll be it'll be fun for the scientists because you know they can increase the wind and then turn it down. So the wind tunnel comedy tour twenty twenty, uh, yeah maybe twenty twenty, but I think I just used that only joke that didn't you. So anyway, I'm gonna try to take your mind off of stuff because if at bedtime I was saying all those things crop up and the. Pastor and you are the saying, why don't you follow the rules of basic storytelling? Show, don't tell. Or why did you say that at work? Or why didn't you do this? Or in eighth grade? Or it could be simple stuff like, huh, did I buy that yet? I, she said, what am I going to do? How am I going to make that without horseradish sauce? Oh, boy, I can't remember. I got to remember to look in the fridge tomorrow for horseradish. You see, I'm trying to go to sleep. Am I thinking about horseradish sauce? It's not even horseradish sauce season and then you know this is a distraction that is a nice horseradish sauce season that is a wonderful mouthful that has the mouthfeel of horseradish sauce 
in a season, you know, horseradish sauce season. Uh, go ahead and say that with me. No, really. Horseradish sauce season. See, don't you feel more, I feel so relaxed now. I just stumbled on that. I'll probably forget it. Just like you'll say, well, I forgot to get the horseradish sauce. And I say, well, okay, well, it's uh, June, May, uh, June, May, lay it wherever it is. Well, maybe this could be another soft power like move. If someone, yeah, let's just use that. Let's see if we could empower ourselves with soft. You know, anybody know? Again, I'm still trying to figure out what soft power means. A lot of times, people think I'm trying to do some sort of irony here, but no, no, no. It, I don't have any clue. So, but if the situation it comes up where you think you need something. And you say, well, I don't know what soft power is, but maybe they say, oh, you seem to have lost, maybe even with our own brains, you say, oh, you seem to be uh, a little bit uh, agitated. Horseradish sauce season. And they say, I'm sorry, what did you say to me? They said, I said a horseradish sauce season. And they say, what is this, a Cold War? Is that some sort of freaking obscure? And they say, well, you've watched watch too many episodes of The Americans, my friend. But yes, I said horseradish sauce season. It was a def- deflective, uh, you know, distractive technique I've learned through the uh, soft puffy house playhouse or whatever Scoots used to call it. Soft power puffy house, soft power puffy house playhouse or something. And yeah, that's what, it's, that's what we do here. I think at some point I was talking about some other stuff. It got distracted. You know, this was about a four distraction intro so far. And I believe it or not, I think that the, if there's if there is something in here, I think I just showed and, and tell, told uh, what, how the podcast works. I go over here, and I say, "Hmm, smells a little bit horseradishy over here." Let me uh, poke around in the old. And there's unfortunately there is a part of my brain that's like uh, it smells a little horseradishy. And I don't know. I don't know if it's over. We're just getting not enough synapses or too many synapses. But uh, and then I'll go over here. I'll say, okay, Buffy, soft power. But you're curious about soft power. And then it's it's kind of like a, one of those board games. And I say, okay, go over here. Okay, you don't know. Do you know what soft power is? No. Okay, go back to the start. You know, roll the dice till you get two sets of doubles. Okay, got that. Oh, look at this card. It says you're in the middle of a podcast intro. Better finish up. Also, you're not so funny. Uh, story consultant brain. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. But yeah, sorry, story consultant brain. I was just trying to do, just show them into that. Yeah, my way of showing and telling at the same time. I guess my podcast is show and tell. Because that's, I mean, that's like, I guess, maybe where it comes from. Because uh, sometimes, and I guess there is a primordial, is there, is there such thing as a primordial fear? Or is it just primordial ooze? Is that it? Like, uh, I mean, I know people use primordial goop. But can we say primordial fear? Uh, for some people, show and tell. Like I said, well, I'd rather not show or tell. I'd just rather sit at my desk and criticize the other kids. This is, I guess, my life. This is not a life lesson. This is what I said. Well, I'd rather just sit there and internally criticize the other kids' show and tells, and then one day use it as a podcast intro. That's already, you know, that we've gone over time, maybe on.
But sometimes those show and tells can be incredibly boring, uh, depending on if you're what you're else you're thinking about. But if you go with the curiosity part of you, because well, geez, that's really interesting. Uh, you know, the, the, there's a part of that story about what she, she's saying that's interesting about the Easy Bake Oven. Uh, but it's, you know, it, 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 maybe it was the thing she was talking about before the, the boring part with the easy bake in the oven and the fact that, uh, you know, geez, you got to figure out a way to do it. It would say, well, it's, it's just right. Just use regular cake mix maybe. And then you say, you're telling me that's just a light bulb in there. That's it. It's an easy bake oven. It's a freaking light, light bulb in tin can. Oh boy. Uh, with this podcast, a bit like the show and tell, like I'll ramble and you'll say, well, you know, I see it's okay. It's all right. But I think I'll just put my head down here on my desk and drift off. And in some sense, the podcast might serve that transitory job. You say, well, it's too, too early in the day for math. And we did this, uh, the literature section. So we're going to have show and tell. Uh, you know, because it's not, you know, it's not anything heavy. It's just, you know, but I mean, no one ever told you, well, just you're trying to learn your presentation skills, get comfortable being at the front of the class. So it does serve a purpose. Don't, you know, don't send me, don't send me any letters about that. I'm anti show and tell or whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, maybe I guess uh, I'm afraid. Okay. I'm afraid. Yeah. We got a primordial fear of with one time I brought a bucket of primordial ooze uh, to, to do. And then they said, the teacher said, that's not primordial ooze. And I said, well, how do you know? And then she said, well, just look, did you, did you have you studied? Have you, we're, we just, that was the section we just did in science about the primordial earth. And I said, oh, maybe that's what, yeah, exactly. That's why I decided to track down this primordial ooze and bring it for show and tell. And then the teacher, and then I lifted it up and ran it through my fingers. It was goopy. And she said, that's just dirt and green slime mixed together. And I said, he said, okay, if you, if that's the stuff of the earth, I guess that's what we're all made of, green slime and dirt. Slipping through my fingers like sand through the hourglass. The primordial ooze I'm sharing with you today is a part of show and tell. And I could tell you that this is the stuff we're all made of, slime and dirt. And then the teacher, you know, after that it goes, to, then I have to go to my safe place where I just say, well, let me just chew on some of this primordial, you know, okay, while you, teacher, while you get to have your reaction to my precociousness, uh, let's put it politely, I'll just, I'll just put some of this primordial ooze in my mouth. Oh, no, don't do that. Well, she's going to pass it around for the other kids to sample it. It's, you know, if it's, what harm could it be? I'm pretty sure it's said non-toxic on it. But that's the podcast. I'll be rambling, you know, it'll be more story-based from here on out. Uh, but I guess it's like the primordial ooze coming out of my mouth. You know, I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll be somewhere between showing and telling or somewhere just on the, uh, the, the border town of those things, uh, Say, well, he's kind of, he's kind of, te- he's telling, he's te- he's talking, he's not telling, and he's uh, he's not exactly showing, but I don't know of another word, but but he's like showing, close, close to showing. He's sh or owing maybe, and elling maybe, but it's the best way to describe it.
Uh, but the whole thing is maybe while you were listening here, if you're new here, you, you stopped thinking about all that other stuff while I rambled on. That's the whole idea of the show. Friendly. You don't have to fall asleep. You don't have to listen. I hope it works for you. Maybe it'll make you smile. Uh, take your mind off of stuff. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep, and I really appreciate you stopping by and giving the show a shot, so thanks. Housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Give me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me. I uh, want to thank Chris Posty Posterson, who edited this episode and does the theme music. I want to thank uh, Scotty and Jennifer on our, on, our, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. There's a listener Facebook group. It's over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And the noderators over there are Laura, uh, Julie C., Jennifer B., and Lie to Lie. And that's a great place to talk, meet other listeners, make friends, uh, talk about sleep stuff, and, you know, have a laugh. And we have a subreddit over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash reddit. That's another good place to share. Check it out over there. And let's get on to the show. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whatever's got you tossing and turning. I'm going to create a safe place that gives you a little bit of distance between that, like a little bit of a buffer or a boundary. Or like, a, I guess, a bucolic zone. I just, I just said, that was the old, hey, Scoots, throw another B word in there. And I said, how about, how's, that, that's a, my brain quite, this is like real-time thinking. Monday, one second later quarterbacking of my real-time thinking. Yes, throw another B word in. I said, what other B words you got? And I said, they said, bucolic. And I said, well, that kind of fits, you know, buffer, boundary, uh, bucolic. And then my other brain said, well, do you know what that means? I said, picture in a pasture. My my brain said, okay, yeah, I kind of am picturing a pasture too. And I said, well, that'd be a nice place. That could be a safe place, you know. And we're only talking about the, the, like, intermediary zone. I said, well, that doesn't start with a B. I said, well, yeah, I know. Uh, whichever word, one of those words you choose, uh, like a distance between whatever's keeping you up at night, my distraction will do those things. Bucolic intermediary zone of boundaries and buffers. If I had a theme park, that's what it would be called. Old Scoots' Emporium of uh, Bucolic Boundaries, Buffers, and... Uh, intermediary zones with some weird and weird stuff. You know, that was, I get a nice, one of those nice and symbols and weird stuff. And then I probably cross out stuff because I said, well, and then I have to get stuff. And I don't really have, I said, well, I just rather just say weird. And then I say, oh, first I'll go in the shop. Well, where's all the weird? And then they'll say, well, I say, well, afternoon, I'm in the shopkeep. And they said, oh, okay, there's, okay, them signed, he's a truth teller, they're like the Onion Knight. Uh, but the whole idea is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night here 
and take your mind off of whatever's keeping you up, ideally. So if it's thinking, feeling, external noises, internal uh, uh, disturbances, physical pain, a laundry list or a to-do list, or just an irritating, you know, housemate or external, you know, neighbor, uh, which we call jerk faces around here. Uh, whatever it is, uh, I'm going to talk tonight. It's going to be about Game of Thrones. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Game of Thrones. Uh, well, first I'll do an intro. I'll probably do, I don't know how many more minutes I could squeeze out of the, uh, you know, the, the Emporium. Uh, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to, you know, work on a business plan. Okay, any business people, you know, get, get your laughs out and I'll help you fall asleep. And any entrepreneurs will be like, well, come up with a mission statement first or gravitas or whatever the heck. Yeah. But what I'm going to do is I'll get through the intro, we'll do a little housekeeping, then I'll talk about the episode, then I'll do a lesson. Well, the episode made me wonder about, you know, Plato. You know, that's just a, you know, that's just a fake example. And then I'll talk about, well, you know, I had to look into that kid with the beret and the Play-Doh. You know, don't you wonder who's that kid with the beret and the Play-Doh? And right there, there is a divergency, actually, because that question, if you you pose that to Roman Mars or Starly Kine or, you know, the team at a pop culture happy hour or something, you know, you probably get some riveting answers or a different way of looking at that. You say, well, geez, the first question is that, is the Plato boy the same? Well, do they have Plato across the globe? Uh, two, well, Mike, this this is already divergent. Does it taste as good as it does here? Because that would be a problem for me. And is that beret clad? Actually, as a child, I guess I'm using my own uh, cultural window to, to make an assumption. Uh, so I apologize. Yes, this is a beret clad child. I think in my in my mind's eye, though, it looks like either like one of the two, Raggedy Ann or Raggedy Andy, you know, taken out, you know, and then put in a different context with a uh, smock. I think the kid's got a blue smock and a beret. Now, it could be last time I actually looked closely at a, and they say, scoots, oh boy. You know, especially, what if one of the, uh, I, I, I probably just lost anybody if someone was like, well, my family had inherited a great, you know, I, I'm one of the, what are those called? Like, you know, my grandfather, great-grandfather was the inventor of Play-Doh. I was going to donate, you know, $1.2 million to sleep with me. But after you've insulted my family business, you know, I'm going to take my, you know, Play-Doh, my Play-Doh dough. There's an accidental pun. Those are my favorites. You know, I'm going to take that elsewhere. And I said, well, geez, could I keep, uh, you know, I think at my emporium of boundaries and stuff, uh, I'd like to put up a Play-Doh boundary. They keep Play-Doh people out that won't give me money. No, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. I'd like to actually, you know, because I could build a Play-Doh wall. That would be weird. It'd be a boundary. It'd be a border. It'd be, it, I could say that it delineates an intermediary zone, and it could snack on it, you know, because when I get hungry, I, when I was a kid, I, you know, I haven't seen a diorama. I haven't tasted it. If, if there was something on a T-shirt, that's what it'd be. And he said, that's too, you know, it's definitely too long for it. Never seen a diorama. I didn't taste. 
they say warning any anyone else don't listen to scooter or follow his terrible examples uh so that's the whole thing of the podcast i'll go on some meanders i'm gonna use like a creasy creaky dulcet tones a pleasant pace light humor uh you know and, and, and i'm just curious i'm just picturing plato with that bill plato child my emporium of uh, non-delineated, whatever, uh, intermediary stuff. I mean, that would be pretty fun, too, to have. Like, if I had a shopkeep desk, I could have a circle. And then I could always dress as the Play-Doh kid. I think I could, if I was in the wild, wild west, I'd want to be the Play-Doh kid. I mean, they should have called me that back then because I was always eating that stuff. I mean, they would usually say Play-Doh and kid, but just not in a you know, charming nickname way, they say, why does this kid keep eating Play-Doh? Or kid, Play-Doh, Play-Doh, kid. Um, I should have, if, if I could go back in time and be the trickster version of myself, you know, I'd say, well, why? Yeah, I'm the Play-Doh kid. I'm going to eat this uh, Tyrannosaurus's head again. Also, if you're new here, there's my qualifications. Like, uh, so they, that that should help you at least know the podcast is definitely not for you. Everybody else, you should stick around a few episodes. You know, say, okay, what qualifies you for a sleep podcast? I'd say obscene consumption of Play-Doh as a child, uh, zero, you know, curiosity about the kid on the Play-Doh cover, which is probably the kid, it's probably the Crayola kid, and not the Play-Doh kid. And the ability to rain, and then mostly, you know, this is just, I just, you know, PA, you know, bound, or whatever you say, used to say like eight years ago when you wanted a video game. I'd say, and I can ramble about that for about eight to 12 minutes, no problem, in uh, these creaky dulcets. And I'm willing to bet for, for a lot of you, you'd be saying, well, I wasn't thinking about anything else. I'm not sure I was exactly engaged with what Scoots was saying. And every once in a while, I like to, do, you know, do the breakfast table example. If, if two partners are listening to it or two friends, you know, tomorrow, ideally, you'll be at breakfast. You'll say, well, what does Scoot say tomorrow? I'll say, well, whatever he said at the top of the show, we got to make sure to go to this website to check this out. And then Mystery Bard had a cool song. And I don't know, uh, something about a beret, but he always talks about it. It seems like every third episode he's going on some sort of beret tangent. Or barrettes, maybe it was barrettes. And then, uh, honey, he's never talked about barrettes before, I'm positive, because that would be, and I think he probably wrote that down in his notebook to say talk more about barrettes, and he keeps forgetting. No, he was talking about eating clay, which I don't think is good. Oh, no, maybe it was. He was talking about dressing up as the Play-Doh kid for Halloween, I think. Well, anyway, you, you did you? I slept so good, dear. Oh, so did I, dear. Oh, let's eat our, uh, oh, great. And that's the podcast there. That's how it's supposed to work. You know, if it's a one-partner listener, which is a lot of the people's situation, you know, just, you'd have the same exact, con- you know, the conversation wouldn't be very much different, so... Uh, so that's about it. I'm, I'm really glad you've come by. If this is your first few times here, I understand you'd be skeptical. This isn't a sleep solution. You know, I'm not a guru. You know, clearly, you know, I still probably have like a Play-Doh somewhere in my molars, you know. 
And no, it's not recent. I did not eat any Play-Doh in the last, uh, how many fingers do I have? But, um, what was I going to say? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so if you're skeptical, give it a few tries. I hope it works for you. It doesn't work for everybody. It's not a sleep solution. It's kind of just a sleep offering. Give it a shot. Ideally, I take your mind off of stuff. And you're under no pressure to, to listen. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here. Uh, Game of Thrones, I'll be here for about two hours talking about later versions of the show and stuff I thought about. Uh, so I really appreciate you giving this a shot. And I know it's like, hey, what's the heck's that purple thing? And they say, what's that? What, what, you read the, the thing and you say, what's a what's a what? And they say, yep, that's it. That's my sleep podcast. Oh, boy. Play-Doh Kid. So thanks a lot. I hope I can help you fall asleep. I yearn to help you fall asleep. And, and let's uh, keep the show going. Uh, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can find our show notes there. You can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. I'm on Twitter at Dear Scooter. We're on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank uh, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does our theme music, Carl W., who edited this episode, Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann, jonathanman.net on our lullaby. We've got a Facebook group uh, that the listeners got going there. It's at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S, uh, Laura. And it's moderated by Laura, Julie C., Lila Lie, and Jennifer B. And let's get on to the show. <laughs> 